Only Podbean is the behind the scenes thing, but you know what? I'm feeling generous today. I'm feeling a big generous guy today. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know how we're going to work you today, TikTok. It's going to be a mission. It's going to be a mission for everybody. Let's get Instagram in here. We got the behind the scenes camera Instagram. All right. Uh, it's going to be weird. We got the game right there. And I'm trying not to get any of it. Trying this all over again. Get me off screen. It's not that time yet. It's not that time at all. Hold up, hold up. There we go. Let's put that over there. Guys, can for a minute. What are my voices voice? Or I'm stuffy. I feel like I'm in my. I feel like I feel like my voice sounds a little muffled today. You guys gotta let me know. Are we gonna have to redo this whole entire intro over here? That is not the way it's supposed to come through. Like levels was not good. Levels was not good. So let's go ahead. No, let's go ahead and we do, how we do this to make us laugh. Another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only talent, the 17th wonder of the world, Taylor. It is another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. We're coming at you live and direct from your local bar at Sharpies, which tells you it is another Monday night. Which we got another night of Monday night football. We got another night of sports. We got another night of the Mighty Sports Podcast. Which means we got a big show for you guys today. 
When I say Big Show, we're talking about really Big Show. It is officially it is officially November thirteenth. We have highs today of eighty five. Current temperature right now is sorry, highs of eighty six actually. Current temperature right now is a lovely seventy five degrees. I hate to say it to you guys. I hate to do it to you guys, but it is what it is when we live down here in South Florida. It always feels like like the love is always sweet. It always makes you want to move your dancing feet to the rescue. Here we go. Like I said, this is November 13th. This is Volume 9, Episode 17, Track 563 of the Live and T-Sports Podcast. Listen, regardless of how you guys are listening, hope you guys tune in. Remember, that's on Facebook, that's on YouTube, that's on Twitch, that's on that's on Podbean, that's on Spotify, it's on Pandora, or you're listening on, or you're listening. Oh, what's going on, Pimpy? You know we're shorties now on Mondays, right? Like, I don't know, I don't know if we have told you, I got my boy listening. I, I appreciate my people, I appreciate my family, I appreciate my brother, my brother, you guys have no clue. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the podcast, right? So we got a big show for you guys. Like I said, we're we, we going to talk about it all. We got some bar talk for you guys today. I mean, we had shorties today. We got some bar talk for you guys. We're going we gonna, to we gonna talk about, is LeBron, will LeBron James still be great if it wasn't for the heat? We're going to talk about that. Of course, you know, we got some birthday shout-outs coming up at the top of the podcast. So what that means for you guys, right, start getting them in here now. If you knew anybody that had a birthday since the last time that we was on the air. Now, I didn't have a podcast on Friday, so I didn't. So we were on Friday. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, we got people coming through. Right? I didn't have a podcast on Friday. I had some personal things that we had to take care of, right? So the last time that we had a podcast was actually on was actually last Wednesday. So we got a birthday shout-outs for the ninth on Thursday. We got birthday shout-outs for the tenth on Friday. We got birthday shout-outs for the eleventh, the twelfth, and today the thirteenth. So we're covering everything. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and today on Monday night. We got five days of birthday shout-outs to give up. Listen, it is gonna be one big, 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 one big celebration today at the top of the hour. So you guys know what happens here. If you know anybody that had a birthday since the last time that we was born the air, what you do, you start tagging them. You start adding them. You start letting them know they don't come check out the Mighty Sports Podcast. So that way, so that way, they can get their birthday, they can hear their birthday shout-outs for themselves. Like, you don't just got to tell them, yo, a birthday shout-out is happening. They can actually hear, yo, I see my boy Eric Efron out there, out there in full effect. Yo, you guys need to Listen. I'm going to do him like I do everybody else. But that's my, that's my, that's one of my boys for real, for real. Now you understand, promoters, promoters, I got a gem for you. I got a gem for you, promoters. If you, if you guys is looking for, I got a gem for you, but we not there yet. But if you know anybody that got a birthday, that pop, that's popping up, that's popping up. Right today, over the last couple of days, you add them, you tag them so they can get their birthday shout out. We want to make sure that they get celebrated, and that happens at the beginning of the podcast. As soon as we give you this quick little rundown over here, right, that starts the beginning of the show. We're going to talk about Harden being dissed. I don't know if you guys heard about that yet, but we have that coming up in store. 
Kelly Oubre is apparently hospitalized. We got the Blue Chew promo code coming up for you guys. We got the Vetix promo code for you guys. I apologize. I should have had the upside one ready, but that's coming up in the works. You guys just wait for that. Like, I know that's a giant disappointment, so unfortunately, we're going to have to talk about the giant blowout that we witnessed over this weekend as well. We got the Jets with their late game crash, right? We got, and we may even, we may even go back into our 2K tiers and break down tiers 4 and 5 now. As we start to open this thing up and see who does not belong. If you was here for the last show, then you already know we had a problem with John Stockton's long rankings. We thought him and his partner should have been switched, if you remember listening to last podcast. We definitely thought he should have been ahead of Chris Paul, but that's not for us to talk about here today. Oh, no, we got a different thing to talk about if we get into tier four. Or if we even get into those at all. Listen, you guys start letting me know, right? You guys start at me. You guys start letting me know. If we want to, if you need to get into these 2K tiers. And also, we got a couple of... We have a couple of polls from last week. That's not what I wanted. That's not what I wanted. We have a couple of polls coming up in just a little that we have to review from last week. So we're going to get into those as well. We're going to have that and more coming up next on the 19 Sports Podcast. But you know what we say, regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, it's always a blast on the Monty Sports Podcast. So let's start talking. Woo! We're back at it like a sports fanatic. My team. Boy. Oh man, volume nine, episode seventeen, track box. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys. Listen, we we, we had some things that we had to take care of. I know you guys are probably wondering, why weren't you here on Friday? Why weren't you around? Like, we was looking for you. We needed you. I'm sorry. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step to. But here we are today. It's Monday night, which means we get to start your week off right with the Mighty Sports Podcast. Monday Night Football and the Knicks. Right? It's coming all. All of it is happening next. Right? So I already told you how we start off every single show. We start off every single show with a birthday celebration. We give a little birthday shout out to everybody. Love you too, Eric. What's going on? Yo, always, always, always. Yo, how y'all bills doing? Did they, did they, uh, last time I looked, they were down by three. They hadn't scored yet. But now they've scored, and they're still down by three. We got to figure out what's going on in just a little bit, right? But let's go ahead and get into our birthday celebrations, right? Yo, DJ Mighty, do me a favor. I think you should have this pulled up. I think you should have this ready. I hope we started everything right. You know what? I do apologize. I did not stop start all of my audios, and it's okay. It's good. It's all right, because you know what? And more importantly, it's starting now, and it's here just in time for the birthday shout-out. DJ Mighty, I'm stole. I've given you enough time. Play my music, please. Listen, this is what you do right here, right? I 
told you guys that you needed to be here, you needed to be ready. Or whatever they say in Scarface. Right? You gotta have your ass, that's the traffic as fuck. Right? Whatever he says. Right? But grab yourself a drink, roll yourself a joint, pack yourself a bowl, pour yourself a shot. Whatever you do, right? Get that together. First of all, let's start with a nice little cheers before we start off anything. Not to mention, right? I get all cotton from those long winded intros of mine. I have to let you guys know. So, yo, I ain't gonna lie. There's a couple people I thought was gonna be here today. And whatever's going on right now, we're on opposite schedules. I'm not a patient. Oh, I see the chairs coming through. I see the chairs coming through, right? It's not like, but, 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 it's okay. We're we gonna keep this show going. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later, right? So let's go ahead and start getting our birthday shout out thing, right? Let's get it. You ready, guys? Ready? Right, right. Because, yeah, it's. Because, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. 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 Because it's your because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Alright, let's go ahead and start off these birthday shout-outs. First birthday shout-out we'll like to give out. We started all the way back on the ninth, right? I wanna say happy birthday to one of my homegirls and also one of the participants in the Mighty Women's Fantasy Football League. Wanna say uh, Ooh, excuse me. That's love. That's all love. Wanna say happy birthday to my homegirl, Vanessa Gimelio. Happy birthday to Also on the night, want to say happy birthday to an old army buddy of mine. Want to say happy birthday to my homegirl, Tonta Kyrman. Then we're going to move forward, right? And we actually finally start moving closer to the weekend because that was Thursday. Now we get into the town. We start getting on to Fridays. I hope you guys was out this weekend, right? It was like, I hope you was out flexing on these holes. That's how you stay. I hope you was out there. I hope you was out there. I hope you was out there, right? But I'm, for, the, for the temp, I want to give a birthday shout out to my homeboy, Eric Ephraim. Now I know him by a different name. We ain't about to put, actually, that's not his government either, right? We might, some of you may know him as Eric. Some of you may know him as Gonzo. But I'm going to tell you, it don't matter how you know him. If you're, if you're a wrestling promoter out there and you're looking for talent, I am talking about top tier talent to add to your roster, to make your show pop, to help galvanize a locker room, right? To help bring your promotion and your production to the next level. You holler at Eric Efron. You hire him today. There's nobody better in the business. I know I may have said that before about some other people. I'm telling you, when it comes to Eric, there's nobody better in the business. There's a lot of goats that I know. He is the one Billy Goat that I know. He is a cut above the rest. And you need to get him in your doors, get him in front of people, get him in that ring, and watch him do what he does because what he will do for you will be wonders. How?
Now we move on to the 11th, Veterans Day. I hope you guys, I hope you guys paid your respects to your veterans out there and gave them some ass, right? Or 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 or, or gave them or, or, or gave them some, some you know what I mean? So some some great A quality meat, which which whichever one you have to give to your veteran. But I hope you I hope you guys were out there right servicing your veterans the way your veterans were servicing this country. Because while they were serving this country, it's being fucked up. So I'm like, hey, you might as well, you know, we're gonna fuck somewhere else, you know. But we had veterans there on the eleventh. Right? We got, a, we got, a, we have, we have, we have a little roller coaster for the eleventh. Want to say happy birthday to Nadania Hilario, right? That's uh, happy birthday to Auntie out there. Bigger, bigger, bigger. Also, on the eleventh, part of the reason why we didn't have a podcast on Friday is because on the eleventh I was burying my uncle. So on the eleventh. I was I was busy with family going to the airport picking people up. You know what I mean? Making you know doing the entertainment shit, making making sure everybody was cool and kept my focus steady, while also making sure that everybody was maintained and 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 in an uplifting um, manner, so everybody isn't breaking down before that event. You know, because I figured during the event, it's okay to boo boo, it's okay to break down, it's okay for you to go ahead and shed those tears. Now, those are those moments, but outside of that, you just trying to keep people together, even though you know they're going to roller coaster behind closed doors, probably in the car, in the bathroom, while you're cooking, you know what I mean, on your own little moments, but while we're all together, we could try to stay jolly, and, and you know what I mean, and keep, and keep each other uplifted, that's basically what we try to do, so on the 11th, I had to bury my uncle Mark, rest in peace to my uncle Mark, I already said my words at the service, I'm not going to have to, you know, I'm not going to repeat everything that I said for them, but my, but my uncle's all full influences into the man that I am today. Big, heavy uncle influences. It's probably why I, I take very pride in being big pride in being a big in being a good uncle because I had great uncles examples. And I got to hear a lot about that from a lot of people on Saturday as well. I was surprised by the people that made it. I was surprised by the people that didn't make it. I appreciate my cousins that couldn't make it. Send their condolences, Michelle Muffin and Molly. I miss you guys. Love you guys. Right? Hope you reach back out to me because we can talk. Yeah, didn't need to go this deep. Can, can we? Can we pump this break? Can, can we? Can we go? Because can, can we continue with the birthday celebrations? Because that's the danger zone. Yeah, yeah, we starting to get there. Give me my birthday music back. There we go. There we go. I, 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 need, I need that. I need that reminder. That, that this is celebration time. Like I told you, I had something serious out there. I had to take this moment. You know, you know, I had to cut the you know, I had to cut the beat real quick. It's just so I, you know, let you know, you know, some seriousness coming up in here. Don't get that beat back in here. Shit, we don't need to be that dog. Um, um, um. I am good. Thank you. Right, but next we have birthdays for the twelfth, right? So yes, that's twelfth. That was yesterday. That's Sunday, right? So we got birthday from our homeboy Mark Burke. Wanna say happy birthday to my homeboy Mark as well? And then I thought they had we had no birthdays today, but then I but then I made sure, but then I, but then you know you start scrolling at the last minute, you see people's of your people's tagging people that they peep with, and I didn't realize that today is one of my homeboys' girlfriend's birthday today. So also I want to say happy birthday to Christine Marinacci, Marinacci, Marinucci, Marinacci. I'm gonna go Marinacci. 
right? But let's just say Christine. What if you had birthday to Christine out there? So, so let's bring them all back into a room, right? Like, let's get them all in here. Let's get them all in here. So to Vanessa and to Tanta and to Eric, that's Efron, and to their Daniel, I'm on for more. Rest in peace, great unk, and to Mark. And to Christine, we want to wish you all a happy birthday. We hope you party hard. We hope you enjoy everything. You regret nothing. But more importantly, especially since you had the weekend to do this, we hope you flexed on these hoes and continue to stay. My team. Cut the beat. Let's get into our first topic of the day. Let's just start with pain. I, I apologize. Like uh, maybe, 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 maybe I'm still hurting a little bit. So let's start with the pain. Let's just start with the pain. The Jets and the Raiders. I again apologize for the, for the second straight week to America. I haven't to witness my Giants 
Also, join Team Why should I be upset about it? But not shocked. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe shocked is the right word. Not shocked. When it came to the Jets now, this kind of threw me off. I kind of expected the Jets to beat them. Like, for the same reasons why I initially thought the Giants should beat them. They are ultimately were a bad team. Are a bad team. New head coach, new general manager, new quarterback. Now, this change of head coach will end up having this damn Campbell effect, where the person that they're playing for, the players are highly motivated, highly motivated. To put their best foot forward and their best efforts on tape with this head coach. Yeah, you share. Like you go ahead and join the yo yeah, no, and, and I can enter activity that goes nil your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I remember it was nil, and I kept on thinking these images are like every time I see it, I can see the research. That's, that's what that's what nil has done for the sports world. As a sports guy, I hear nil. I just think name image like this or next in line. Yeah, check out. Jessica Rabbit and Neil Parker. Y'all check them out on, on Instagram as well, too. Y'all go ahead and follow them as well. Basically, it's whole show. That's the podcast. Y'all give them a holly. Y'all give them a like. You go ahead and subscribe. You hit that, you hit that, little, you hit that little thing. That's when you hit that big ball every time they go on. You make sure you do the same thing for the Mighty Sports Podcast as well. Yeah, each one, each one, teach one. You got to spread this love. So. Yeah, I'm a little upset. Yeah, I'm a little. Yeah, I'm not just upset. Like, I'm a little surprised whatever, because also the Jets lose and win in Jets fashion, right? Where there's almost no touchdown scored. Everything's a grinded out game. It comes down to field goals because the New York Jets they lose this game, right? Where's the score? But that's why I also think. I also think this. They end up losing this game. It was by three points. Final score. 13-10? Which under normal circumstances. If your defense tells us if your defense holds an opposing team to 16 points, you expect to win a game. But for the Jets, they can't score a touchdown. Four trips to the red zone. Four plus trips to the red zone. Four field goals. 12 points. There was a point where you thought the New York Jets scored a touchdown. Right, the game is getting game is getting late. Zach Wilson starts doing what Zach Wilson does. Late game, he actually looks like a serviceable quarterback. He starts getting in rhythm a little bit, making plays. Next, you know, he's scrambling. Right? He's going to the end zone. He dives, hits the pylon. You're thinking touchdown. 
But what happens with the Jets? No touchdown. This is now 47 straight drives with the New York Jets having scored. This is the frustration. Now, as frustrating as as frustrating as it is, I put myself on the clock. It's understandable frustration, right? It's reasonable frustration. The New York Jets, they don't get the they don't get the call. These out on the on the three yard line. I don't remember seeing them challenging this to see if he was in. I thought he was in. I thought he was at least worth a challenge. Now they're gonna slide. Next thing you know, it goes from seven points. It goes from six points to three points. You get as you get. You can't punch it in. This is the Jets' luck. Later on in the game, they'll get into the end zone again. And I don't understand why Brees Hall is not one touching this ball more and touching this ball in red zone in the red zone more often. He touched the ball 13 times. There were times where they got into the red zone and they're passing it three straight times. Why? Brees Hall got 13 touches, 28 yards. I understand that it doesn't look like it's working early on. But for a team that can't pass the ball, or for the team that has limited faith in their quarterback, I don't care how the run game looks early, you bludgeon a team to death. Listen, Steelers, listen, Steelers, Steelers been doing this for a while now. For years now. Oh, yeah. That's how they won that, that first one with Big Ben. No, but you can understand that. If you have, if you have limited faith in your quarterback, you have to have an unwavering, overconfident faith somewhere else. And it can't just be your defense. It has to also be this run game. Because there's a reason why you have retold. It isn't to try to run the ball early, and if it doesn't work, let's go ahead and get pass happy. No, that's not the reason why you got these. What the Raiders did to you is what you should be doing to teams. If you're going to look like some of these old Jets, how about you play like some of these old Jets? Because if this was Rex Ryan, you know what he's doing? He's run the ball 52 times. You know, you know what the, Ra- the Raiders did to you guys? They ran the ball down your throat. 40 plus times. Before I just throw out a number. I was going to say 40 plus times. Sorry, 30 plus times. Ran the ball down your throat. 27 times with, with, with Josh Jacobs. If you remember a former Jacob, a former Jacob, you know, used to wear a Giants uniform. We'll talk about those sorry Giants. But if you remember him, one of the things, even Beast Mode, one of the things you want to do is wear a defense down. Wear the down. Keep running the ball. Don't go away from it. Keep going on because a lot of these running backs, 
And Brees yeah. Hall is one of these running backs. He gets stronger as the game goes on. You keep going forward. You keep pushing them forward. Your, your, your offensive linemen get stronger, right? And your running back gets stronger. And you start wearing down that defensive line. And again, then later on, you know what starts to happen? Then you can start working on that play, on that play action. You can start working on that option. You can start working on that RPO a little bit. But you gotta establish this line. There's no way that you have a guy that last year was in the running to become to become rookie offensive rookie of the year, and this year you barely use him. But okay, he came back from an injury. Maybe that's the reason why you barely use him. But why did you sign Dalvin Cook? Why was it such high importance for you to sign Dalvin Cook then? Why was it so important to have this two-headed running monster if you're not going to utilize them? The two biggest question marks was offensive line and quarterback. It wasn't wide receiver, it wasn't running back, it wasn't defense, it wasn't special teams. It wasn't any of that. It was quarterback and offensive line. Now I get it's hard to run with a bad offensive line, but you also have to have more than more than thirteen attempts. You have to have more than fifteen attempts. I'm sorry, let me pull this back. Make sure Delson Cook has I think three attempts. Sorry, four attempts. So they ran a total of seventeen times. Zach Wilson also added four. I go, well, I'm here now, so let's talk. You know, here's what's been you happening. have to give them, they have to fear something. If they don't fear your, if they don't fear your quarterback, and you have this kind of, and you have these two dynamic backs in your backfield, you have to start making them fear something. Now, quick. While all this is frustrating, and very much so is. I'm still playing with house money. Don't you forget it, Jets fans. Jets fans, don't you forget this. You're still playing with house money here. We're talking about this with your back court. The guy playing right now was never supposed to be your starter this year. I know we quickly forget why because we change expect we try to we like to change the goalposts every day to fit to fit our anger fits. But None of this was supposed to be successful once Aaron Rodgers went down. The moment he went down, this whole thing became a shit show. Oh, I'm still drinking water. So while there are frustrations here, it's, I don't want to say acceptable frustrations, but they're expected frustrations. Because of the biggest question mark coming in here was was going to be your offensive line which means that even Aaron Rodgers was slated to have some problems here. I remember again a lot, a lot of your aficionados even thought with Aaron Rodgers that the Jets may not make the playoffs. This is what a lot of you thought. At least not the first year. Right? I remember you guys saying this. What's going on? So if 
if that was the expectation with Aaron Rodgers, then things have to be ridiculously lowered for the backup quarterback. The only thing you can expect now, or hope for now, is for, is for growth. Is that he could learn from some of these scenarios that he's in early. Right? Like he's in the fire now, he gets to learn, he gets to sit back, watch again, a couple years, and he comes back and let's see how this progresses. Hopefully he gets he actually has somebody somebody that either head coach or offensive coordinator that can actually help groom and grow him. Because I still don't I still don't think he has anybody that can really help teach him the game. Yes, you do. Zach Wilson, 23 for 39, 263 yards, one interception. No touchdowns. Four carries, 54 yards. I said his biggest rush was when he got to the three-yard line. Garrett Wilson would get nine receptions, 14 targets, 93 yards. Also, for as much heat that Zach Wilson catches. At least he catches the heat and is thrown his way. Unlike a lot of the receivers that he has on his team. They brought Alan Lazard over here to be a complimentary piece, to actually be to actually produce out there. Alan Lazard, one reception on five targets. Three drop passes. And he averages two to three drop passes a game. You understand that during the Rex Ryan era, I think they drafted somebody in the second round that had that was known to drop balls. He had stone hands. This guy is proven to be him. I can't remember his name. I'm telling you right now. So as much heat as Zach Wilson gets, all of it is him, right? Like I said, this. These problems you thought were only going to be overcome by Aaron Rodgers' greatness and experience. Some of these problems. You can't force Alan Lazard to catch passes. The only thing about Aaron Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson is that Aaron Rodgers would have been stopped passing to Alan Lazard. He would have been cut him off. Because if he can't prove to be a reliable target, Aaron Rodgers will pass to you. You'll just be out there blocking and running routes. You don't you, you don't fall out of the lineup because the yes. coaches say so. Um, you fall out of the lineup because yes. Aaron Rodgers keeps overlooking you regardless of yes, what you're doing. Like, like this is like, like this is what Alan Lazard has become. Congratulations, you're but, gonna spend But Zach Wilson isn't experienced enough or probably isn't comfortable in that role enough. To be like, here, yeah, I'm not passing to Alan Lazard. Because honestly, if I'm a wide receiver in there, even if I'm dropping passes like Alan Lazard, yo, who the fuck is you not to pass me the ball? And give me that shit. He's going to have to call me up. And then when he does, maybe he gains some of the respect of the locker room. Maybe even mine a little bit. So you can't you, you can't fault him for for the drop passes. Well, Dalvin I mean, Cook is um, missing um, um, missing all the passes. Said Michael Carter misses the passes. Um, Mike Taylor goes one for two, right? So that's one, two, that's three drop passes. Alan Lazard um, has another four for himself. That's seven. Xavier only catches one out of the three that that's passed to him. That's another nine. Right. 
I'm not saying all nine of those are, are, are drop passes, but the majority of those are. Five out of those nine are drop passes. Also, not to mention the penalties that the Jets keep suffering. Not just on defense, when you think that thing that, that they're going to be able to get themselves off the field, this defense that's supposed, be, that's supposed to be that's supposed to be puffing up their chest as one, of the, as one of the better defenses in the league. They're undisciplined at times. Offense as well. There's a lot of pre-snap penalties that they suffer. That's not Zach Wilson. These pre-stop snap penalties aren't coming from a quarterback. Yeah. These aren't these aren't delay of games. These aren't these aren't snap fumble snaps. Not you know snaps are fumble. No, it's not that. Yeah. This is coming from false starts from from linemen. It's lined up in the neutral zone by, by wide receivers. So while Zach may not be the best, and this is not this is not a this is not really the take up for. Oh, I don't. How would I know that? I'm not here to take up. I'm not here to say that he's a great quarterback. I'm just saying that the blame does not stop with him. The blame is beyond is is includes him as beyond it. Because also what what I'm getting out of this is that there's a lack of discipline, right? And if there's a lack of discipline, that means now there's also a coaching problem. Because if you're not coaching, then you're allowing it to happen. So. Zach Wilson does deserve some blame. He should not be the perfect. Well, again, he's the quarterback. So I guess he is the person that's going to be on. That's going to die on the cross, right? I guess he's going to be the figure. But that's for the media and everybody that talks sports and only nibble at the low hanging fruit. Those those aren't fruit. Those are nuts. Get off of it. Climb that tree a little bit. There's some good food up top. And when you start when you when you start getting into the good food of this, you start telling you you, you start listening to what those funky juices are telling you. And when those juices start to flow, they're telling you it's offensive line, it's it's it's, it's, it's coaching, it's discipline, it's quarterback as well. But we've mentioned at least two things that are coaching. Lack of the use of a running back and and discipline when it comes to penalties. Those two things are coaching. Also, you know what's coaching? Zach Wilson still not being given a watered-down playbook that he can prosper in. These things matter. This offense still has too many pieces tailored for Aaron Rodgers. And because they still keep trying to do Aaron Rodgers things every once in a while, they keep falling flat on their face. This guy is still a crawler. Every once in a while, you keep trying to put him on a treadmill just because he can stand. And then you wonder why he falls on his face and goes flying out the back. Because the Jets weren't the only giant. Disappointment, right? That we saw over the weekend. It sounded like a really sudden emergency. 
We also caught we also caught a horrific game, and I hope you guys didn't have to see this, oh. right? As well. So, Here we are. Uh, oh. But we had. I'm so sorry. Dallas Cowboys. I'm so sorry. In a second. Versus the New York Jets, and. Oh yeah, I mean I'm so sorry. In a second. <laughs> this was just as bad. Like I can't, I can't lie to you. I can't, I, I, yeah. I, I, I can't front. This game was just as bad. So and I think if, so I think if you go, into, it's 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 worse. It's it's, it's just as bad in a, in a different way because New York Jets and the Raiders they couldn't score a touchdown, right? We just talk about field goals, field goals, field goals, defense, bad offense. For Dallas and New York Giants. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they played like early in the season, and we saw the so same exact like, thing happen. So, if you share the matter, with was it the New York Giants? Was it Dallas Cowboys that so played the New York Giants early in the season and completely you know, gave them a donut? Was that them? I believe. My understanding of the co-counsel is donut. But you're the one that controls the account because I'm just co-counsel. I'm gonna pull up the giant schedule. Let's see if I can remember. Like I can edit my own until it's because, because for some uh, reason now. Yep. Never mind. I can't like see the bills. Never mind. Never mind. Question so answered. <laughs> okay. So I am right. This game started off very much like their previous matchup. Through the first half, the New York Giants hadn't put up any points. This is like the beginning of the season all over again. This is the first six quarters of the season all over again. But remember who gave them that skunk? Who gave them that big fat donut? Who gave them that O? Those are Dallas Cowboys. And they blew them out 40 to nothing. They, put, they managed to get... 28 points up at the half before the New York Giants figured that, you know what, we'll, we'll decide to join this football game. Sorry, we're late. Traffic. This game ends 49-17. 49-17. You even outscored in the second half. Basically, 21-17. At no point did they leave. At no point did it look like they were going to leave. And at no point did it look like they were going like to win this game. This was a complete blow off from beginning to end. Now, granted, kind of like the Jets, kind of. The New York Giants don't have a starting quarterback in there. Right? As it currently stands, they are playing Danny DeVito. Tommy Danny DeVito. Wait, what is it? That it right? They're playing Tommy DeVito. Yeah. Who is their yeah. third string quarterback? Remember, it's supposed to be Damn Daniel, then Tyrod Badmouth Taylor, and then Tommy Danny DeVito. That's the pecking order. Daniel Jones went out and eh, eh, ACL. Tyrod Taylor punctured another lung rib. But yeah, and now we're down to Danny DeVito calling cases for the New York Giants. And I don't think I did. Yeah, but usually, yeah, usually, like, we do things to you and then you transfer to me. 
14 for 27, 86 euros. But, but, I can't laugh. I can't laugh. The Giants outscored the Jets. No, no, I know. And their third string quarterback put up more touchdowns than Zach Wilson. Honestly, in one game, he has put up more touchdowns than Zach Wilson has all year. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. If I'm not mistaken, Zach Wilson's yeah, only throwing for one touchdown. Oh, yeah. And they're like, no, this can't be. It, ha- it, it, is. it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. I told you. We just don't the pain. What? So, the Giants end up getting waxed. And while it is their third string quarterback, it looked very eerily similar to the first matchup they had with the Cowboys, which very quickly informed us that the New York Giants were not in the league of any of the contenders in the NFC, especially in the NFC East. And I'm having a feeling that's why they're saying I go the month right now, because they get waxed again. And if there was any doubt, any thought that maybe it's possible that they kind of could have maybe make the playoffs? Nah, it's completely over. It's a wrap. It's in a home. And I think I started asking this question last week. I, I texted my Giants fans, and I was trying to find out how do they feel about like Daniel Jones one time being injured. Because in a weird way, I wonder if this is the best thing possible. Daniel Jones injured, Tyrod Taylor injured. Now when you lose all these games, it's not Daniel Jones' fault. So now you don't have the New York Giants fan base screaming every single week to fire Daniel Jones because you just paid this about $40 million and look what he's doing. No, you get a pass on this year. You get the state this year, not have any of them, and you know what? And come out the back end and say, hey, you know what, guys? Forget about it. We got one of these nice quarterbacks up there at the top of the dress. Let's go ahead and get one of these guys in our, in our facilities. Let's see if he broke sweater. Maybe he could be the next about a big about a boom. Yeah, it's not that much. It's not that much, but I know it makes sense. And if he is, then you forget about damn Daniel. But the Giants have been a giant disappointment. That's the only thing, the only way to describe it. They've been a giant disappointment. They did not come into this year to be this bad. And this was when they had Daniel Jones. They're not coming to the year to be this bad. They thought they may possibly take a step back, right? Maybe seven games, maybe eight games. Oh my God, that's not. They understood they weren't going to win 9 and 10 again this year because there's going to be an up in competition. But to look this bad was not expected. It's still not looking bad. But, you know, we got a couple of games on over here. We got the Knicks versus the Boston Celtics over here. We'll take the score in a second. And we also got Denver Broncos taking on, taking on Buffalo. Last time we checked, Buffalo was surprisingly losing 9 to 6. I'll tell you what that score is in a minute. And also the New York Knicks will lose to the Boston Celtics as well. Let's see if these trends are remaining. I don't know how to score from Boston. Actually, we're on a commercial break for both of them. The Washington Wizards lose again. Can I tell you? Okay, so you need to tell. 
Okay. Basically, the Washington and yeah, Washington State need, Warriors have opposite. I like right. so one is two and seven, others like seven and two. I guess you can say that Golden State Warriors are definitely winning this thing for right now. But also, you're starting to see the attitude of Jordan Poole. A couple of times, you've heard him mention and reference, well, fuck this, I got my own team. You even heard us on in a recent interview talking about, oh, this is kind of cool over here, you know what I mean? It's a fresh start, and kind of have my own team, you know, the offense runs through me. Like, he may be, at times he looks like he's just out there having fun. He's gonna realize it's not that much fun when you talk losing and bad Right now he's just having right now he's still caught in the live of just having his own team. You went to the media start talking bad about him. They ever sort of talking bad about him. And they won't talk bad about you in DC. And they need you as a distraction from the politics. And I will have my assistant send you the retainer. And if it meets your We have a couple of sad stories, right? I told you, right? We're gonna start with the pain today. I will apologize. I told you who's going to start with the pain today. Somebody that's probably in a lot of pain. Let's go in a little injury report. Injury. Unfortunately, we didn't see yeah, this one coming when, when this one hit us um, early in the morning. Yo, Woj needs to calm down. Woj really needs to calm down. I don't know what's going on there. But I feel like for the last three, four weeks or so, Woj just keeps dropping news on us at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, we don't sleep. Like, we don't got somewhere to be. Like, we don't got things to do in the morning. Can't be dropping rose bombs at two o'clock in the morning because unless you're one of those people that sleeps with their phone on, oh my God, I don't give a fuck about the world, right? Mode. <laughs> then at two o'clock in the morning, right? Your phone will start going off because the rose bomb is gonna hit, and ESPN is gonna hit, it's gonna hit on Facebook, it's gonna hit on Instagram, it's gonna hit on X, it's gonna hit on the Tiki Talk. Start getting all of these things. Google starts alerting you. Like, Rose drops a bomb. There's, there's at least, at least 15 notifications following it. So it is highly irresponsible of Rose to drop bombs at 2 o'clock in the morning. Because when he drops bombs, we hear it even over Baghdad. Let me see what, like, yeah. And what we found out at 2 o'clock in the morning was that Kelly Oubre... Philadelphia 76ers player Kelly Oubre is hospitalized because he was hit by a car in front of his place. Exactly. Now, mind you, he's already been released from the hospital. Right? He's woken us on his court. He's going to be seeing the team doctors. And I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Something don't smell right. Something doesn't smell right at all. And I'm and I'm gonna tell you why. The fact that he just got hit randomly out front of right. 
Because how often do you hear of an athlete being hit by a car? Not very often. But how often do you hear of men being hit by a car? When women are involved. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I am telling you right now. Kelly Oubre was assaulted. Now this is wild speculation. Kelly Oubre was assaulted by some chick he was messing with. Who else hit you in front of your place? Who else? Why else? This isn't some Bob Dole hunting accident. I'm telling you right now, this has scorned lover written all over it. School, I mean, all, when I say all over it, I mean all over it. We hope, we hope nothing, nothing fatal is, when I say fatal, right? Career ending has happened to Kelly Cooper. Right? We hope that he hasn't like disclaimed or put in a need for the permanent. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's only one kind of wicked you individual that would do something like that to an athlete. Because you know what? Because you know they're trying to take away their livelihood because they're hurt. Because they told them, no, you can't stay here no more. We're not together. I'm gonna use whatever piece of law is on your side. And now, what are they doing? They're trying to take that away that livelihood because. They're heartbroken. Grow up. Yep. Speaking of growing up. The magic we have is right. I think I'm gonna take this time perfectly to tell you about something that I mean that can just help you stay up during some of your more more crucial times. What am I talking about, you ask? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm talking about... Wait, do I, have a, do I have a copy here? Where's the free samples at? Where's the free samples at? Nope, not in that one. Not in that one. Oh, we got some free samples here. Where's the, where's the prize bag at? Well, that's the real question. The prize bag is missing. We gotta put out eight pieces in the prize bag. But let's get back to tell the road to get you guys up. What are we talking about? We're talking about Bluetooth, of course. What is Bluetooth? Bluetooth is having to be a little blue pill that can get you back in your thrill. Let's open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. It has the same active ingredients as Vibrant Cialis, so this is one opportunity you just can't miss. For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss, and she will love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. And if you use my promo code of GSSS, you know what that's You get your first order of blue chew for free. Yes, folks, for the free, free. Free, free. Well, if you gotta pay for a shipping and handling, take care of your postal workers. I don't gotta explain that. Rain, sleet, hail, or snow. Just to just to make sure that you do all of the things that you said you were gonna do in the DMs. I think that's a fair trade-off. Listen, you don't have to worry about ever being let down again. 
whether you need it on a regular basis or you want it just because you was talking too much smack or just because she hit you with that line you can't handle all of this you want to make sure that it is not just handled that it is simmer sauteed and left looking like two and talk about lower after a hard hit right too soon then you blue chew because when it comes to blue chew there's only two things that you need to know about one you chew two so you're gonna do anyway you do it doesn't matter how you do it whether you like to do a missionary where i'm going to tell you stop being boring you know whether you like to do a doggy style whether you like to whether you like to do a 69 style whether you like to do a jackhammer style you like to do it froggy style or amazon style no but she's doing well i mean i can't talk is for you for whichever do that you like to do when you're doing the do So, speaking of still going hard, right? Pause. Yeah. That's funny. I just had a. I just. I don't know if you guys caught this, a, a recent comment, interview, oh statement gosh. by your guys, by by by, by your king, oh your chosen gosh. one, his greatness yourself, one LeBron James. Where LeBron James comes out and speaks. Well, let me not say this. My bad. LeBron James responds. Let's get this straight. He didn't just come on. He responded to a statement. And that statement, and that statement said that basically it was crediting the Miami Heat for this level of greatness that we have seen from LeBron James. I'll tell you in a minute. No. No, it means your client is and your client can't handle it. In this No, I, I can understand. I guess if you're LeBron James, oh, really? it's a slight. I don't think the statement was there to take a slight at LeBron James. It just it just said that we wouldn't be witnessing this level of greatness. Shit, yeah. And LeBron well, James can't comes so out and he's mentioned and he states even if he didn't go to the Miami Heat, he'll still be great. And he's right. LeBron James isn't wrong. He still would be great. If he doesn't go to Miami Heat, then she doesn't have the passion for him. LeBron James probably has one, two rings, maybe. exactly the amount of rings he has without the Miami Heat. And she's good at it. You know? Yeah. 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 Like he'll still be great. He'll still be this era. Actually, no, he wouldn't even be this era's goat because he wouldn't have passed Stephen Curry. But he'll still be yeah. amongst one amongst the greats because he'll still be the scoring leader. He'll still be yeah. top five in assists. He'll still be tops in, 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 in turnovers. People are more desperate. People are more desperate with information. I mean, I right. He'll still have all of these accolades. 
don't know if he's making it four straight years to you know um to the to the NBA to the NBA finals. Don't know. Definitely, definitely don't. Definitely don't. He's not making their eight straight years. So he still is great, but a lot of the things that or a lot of things that make up his greatness wouldn't be there anymore. Those four straight final appearances in Miami, that's not there on the resume anymore. So that means that he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't get the opportunity to say, Oh, I've been to eight straight finals. That's no longer on the table. He doesn't have those two rings in Miami. So now he's not close enough to Kobe and and Michael Jordan for you guys to put him in the same room as those guys anymore. Because without four, he doesn't get into the same room as them. Wait, so she represented the husband? He's down there with Isaiah Thomas in them. Scottie Pippen. He's in that room. You know, he gets in the room right around where Shaq is. Actually, below Shaq. Like, so LeBron James saying that he would still be great without him. One. Obviously, that's his ego kicker. Yes, and he has to come to his defense. And he is right to an extent. We would still regard him as one of the greatest players of this generation. Yeah. That would still be a fact. He would still be regarded as a generational talent. That would still be a fact. He can still call himself the chosen one. To him, that will still be a fact. He can still say witness greatness because if he's breaking the all-time scoring leader, um, score, yeah, scoring leader, or he can become an all-time scoring leader, and breaking into the top five in assists, we all witness in greatness. Of course you did. Wait, so Joyce, wait, so Joyce called you but also what he does, and like I said, I don't want to be the dead horse. But the things that he that he would be lacking would be so detrimental that it would automatically remove him out of the greatest of all time. Yeah. So she thought Joyce was fucking. He'll be great for this generation. This He'll be great in this era. Which is what a lot of people record as now. Ended up but he would never, ne- and I mean never, ever, would be spoken about in the same breaths yeah. as and, Mike. And, and, and but that's Kobe. why I could see Adelia talks too slow. Or Magic. Or even Shaq. Like, those, those, like, actually, Shaq and Magic would probably be his grouping. Because the accolades, the personal accolades would be so great that you would wonder, ah, is he comparing with Magic? And Magic would tell you, nah, you got four championships? Exactly how he do, exactly how quickly Magic shut down Steph. I respect that. It's just how quickly he would shut down LeBron. Do you understand that without the stint in Miami, we're talking about from being considered Top three, top, you know what I mean? Possibly number one 
to now being amongst fifteen to twenty all time, which ten to twenty of all time. He's only in the top ten. He's not through eleven and ten. Eleven and twenty. He wouldn't qualify. He wouldn't qualify to be amongst the ghosts. So, but so I find it like I said. What well, well, I, I find it kind of weird that LeBron James took that route to have to have to defend to defend that state. Well, this is LeBron James, right? This is kind of how he is. This this is this is his personality. This is this is who we've come to become accustomed to over the years. A guy that's a little sensitive. A guy that will clap back on social media. Even to the things that you think like, why would you respond to that? Especially with what he said. Because in a very weird way, I mean, while it keeps us talking about it, because I don't know if this becomes a story, unless LeBron James responds to it, to be honest with you. But it just keeps us talking about it for a couple of days. And all it does is continue to poke many holes in LeBron James's great career just to come up the other end to say that he doesn't that yeah he doesn't that he doesn't that he doesn't level he doesn't he doesn't measure up to Kobe and Mike. That's all this does. He's just trying to find another way of how he doesn't compare to those two guys. How he isn't ahead of those two guys. And how he wouldn't be ahead of those two guys. And he, it does even more damage by bringing awareness to everybody because without it, it drops you further out of that conversation. I don't believe LeBron James is top 10 without that stint in Miami. Because without that stint in Miami, I can't guarantee LeBron James gets two rings. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I say that over 10 years, he manages to squeeze two out of them. Because if he didn't do that, then he wouldn't even be in Isaiah Thomas's um, category. He'll be somewhere down there on the wide left. This is kind of me going off of the 2K goat tier. You know, <laughs> as I'm picturing the levels that he's at. Now, LeBron James caused a lot of this shrapnel for himself. Right? By responding to this comment that was made. Again, didn't need to. Could have let it go. But had to. Right? The urge was just too great for him. Now, he wasn't the only and, and of course he catch a lot of shrapnel. He wasn't the only one to catch a lot of shrapnel over the, over the weekend. Over the weekend, the LA Clippers, who have now lost every single game that they have played since James Harden has returned, was playing the Dallas Mavericks. And the Dallas Mavericks announcer had some very key choice words for James Harden. And not just some choice words. We're talking about he 
wanted to make sure that James Harden heard what he had to say. Because he asked the announced team to pump what he was about to say into the locker room so that James Harden could, could hear it. Listen to this. Into the Clippers locker room. If I can talk to you, James, I hope you're taking notes. I'm telling you in advance, you're welcome for the wisdom I'm about to spew. Because, listen, I get on my knees every night and pray for someone to believe in me like Daryl Morey believed in you. You wanted a certain coach that brought it like Dave Tony. You wanted to play a certain style they played it. You wanted Dwight Howard, they brought him in and got rid of him when you retired him. You wanted Chris Paul, they brought him in and got rid of him when you retired him. They brought in your old friend Russell Westbrook. You want to go to Vegas on that date? They looked away. You wanted the team to stay over so you could go out at night. They changed the schedule and it didn't work. And you know what? You said, I'm going to break up with my money. I'm not good enough. I see the bright lights in New York. I want to go there. My old town, Kevin Durant. It's going to work. The big three. And all after one year, you wanted out. You realized, oh my gosh, I took this guy for granted. The guy that believed in me. I went back with Daryl Morey. They traded Ben Simmons for you. They pulled that off. Now, granted, years now, we thought James Harden playing style has been restricted. Even when he was in MVP, even when he was supposed to be running for MVPs, we thought his playing style was amazing. They changed a lot of NBA rules because they thought his playing style. Mm-hmm. Was for gays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometimes uh, now he's sounds- at the tail end of his career. Whatever athleticism he had left is gone. The Fugazi rules that I used to run, that used to have yeah, that he part of his benefit are now are now frowned upon in the in the league. Yeah. And now everywhere that he's mm-hmm. going, he is being deemed just as toxic as Kyrie Irving. Listen, why why do you think? But Kyrie's like, been good this year. Kyrie, like, let's not let's not let's leave Kyrie home so far home this year. It's been good. Not taking the match, but have a decent record. He's been playing well. Not, it's the hardest board certification. And now you hear a whole nother commentator. This is Dallas's commentator talking about the Clippers. So talking about a Clippers point guard 
And nothing he said was a lie. It's, James Harden did move part of it too. from yeah. Houston over to oh, Brooklyn. Fuck. Did How go from Brooklyn over to Philly. Now it goes from Philly over to LA. Oh, uh, they didn't like what was going on in Brooklyn. Oh, never played for Daryl Morey again. Oh, now he's in LA. Okay, so my question is... We've spoke about this already in, in, a, in a weird way, and you're seeing it. Because I guarantee you, this commentator isn't just expressing his feelings only. I guarantee you he's expressing feelings of the fan base that he has heard. But I'm, told, I'm pretty sure he is, he's also spoken with... With other coaches, I'm pretty sure he's spoken with other with other owners, right? His owner, his general manager, and kind of heard the, how the, they started to get a feeling on how on on how they feel. A lot of these a lot of these announcers, believe it or not, are also league insiders. They get a lot so of inside information. They have their own shows in a lot in, in other networks on, on the radio. They have podcasts in other places. They get information. So really, I'm telling you what he said. I, I can, I can, so I'll bet you that that one hundred percent of this isn't coming from him, but there's a big portion of this that's coming from the outside entities that he is encountering. Yeah, How he also feel about James Harden? Because what have we said when James Harden started talking about his announcement wanting to go to LA? He better quit it. He's going to be on his last leg. It's only going to be for so long. He could keep. He can keep requesting trades. Of course, of course. And especially when now he's a diminishing asset. I know that. Yes. He's no longer the 50, 14, and 12 guy anymore. The 50, 14, and 8 guy. Or the, 50, or, or, or the 45, 8, and 8 guy. He's no longer that. This They're lucky might to get end up being 21 and 12 from him on a consistent basis. Lucky to get double digits in both in two categories on a regular basis. No longer can take that last shot, even though he was, he was horrible at it anyway to begin with. He was never clutch. In what way? No longer has a first step, and no longer can and no longer can draw calls. Because I know the like, so I know the statue. Like Tyrese like, Maxey is on this is basically outplaying him on a regular basis every single night. Tyrese Maxey just dropped fifty. I was just thinking to myself. I was watching the Knicks play the Hornets stuff. Actually, I don't even phrase that. I was watching the Knicks Sun the Hornets stuff today. Yeah, but we recognized things. Yeah, I think it was yesterday, Sunday night, and eight. The same as our statue, like, for and example, a common law marriage in another state. Damn it, what was I about to say? Harden. What? Ah. No, that's they were talking. LaMelo Ball, I think, what? had like 32 points, I think, somewhere, like, somewhere around the fourth quarter. Wait, 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 wait. I and they talked time. about him coming up on his career high of 38. And I was thinking to myself, like, damn. Lamelo's career high is I mean, only thirty-eight guy, points. For as much hype as he had coming in here, I thought he would have been a much bigger scoring phenom. I guarantee. And then as that happens, okay. So what did, the what did we get from Tyrese Maxey? A fifty bro. Yeah, I've mentioned. I've told you guys about the hundreds. We'll, we'll talk to them. We'll talk about them a little bit later. So he was so so he goes hard. He goes James Harden again catching track with Mike said a regular reporter, but this isn't just this reporter track. No, no, no. This is a strong feel. a strong expression of how a lot of GMs feel around the league. 
a lot of coaches feel around the league. Have, a lot of president operations feel around the league. Give me something that he was given the reins. He had his team. He was given the reins. He was sent everywhere he wanted He wanted to be at. He was surrounded by the people that he thought could be successful. And every single time he, he turned around like, yeah, this ain't it. I need to go to somewhere else and found some excuse of why he needed to be even if he was right an asset with a positive return yeah but i have a this act would have gotten old by now because you're talking about four teams in three years coaches don't want the headache because they're wondering about you gms don't know if they, if they can invest in you long term like you become a pure liability. She probably owes her like seventy thousand dollars. And now we're seeing a Clippers team that was actually looking pretty decent before okay, you so got there. What I'm trying to do and in two weeks, you have completely taken them out of the playoff contention early. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. This is going to be real interesting to see. There's James Harden saga in. In LA, because this time around, you can't. You're not gonna blame. You're not gonna blame Russell Westbrook. He's not gonna be the scapegoat this time around. This time around, the scapegoat becomes full. It becomes uh, this blame is gonna fall fully on James Harden. There's no way from the escape. Everybody is tired of this shit. Let's give you guys a little quick update. Buffalo and Denver, they're tied up now. You weren't tied up when we looked earlier, and I gave it that look. If I'm not mistaken, it was 9 to 15. Now it's 15 off. Buffalo has that ball, and they're currently and they're currently driving down. We'll keep you guys updated. They got it over to Davis. Oh, I got to check my fantasy. I got to make sure I don't lose this at the last minute. Actually, I was surprised I won this. I was, I was in a winning position this week. There's been a lot of weeks. There's been a lot of weeks this year where I thought, yeah, I'm going to lose this one. And then I turned it on halfway through those four o'clock games. I'm like, oh, like, I'm up. <laughs> yes, they did. I am Bubba up. Ruski. I'm big. Up. Buffalo this fumble? Yep. Oh, Ben Oh, it was a bad, it was a bad handoff. Between Josh Allen and his see, this is what happens when you don't use your running back often enough. You have no clue how to hand the ball off him. You should have done a short pass to Gabe Davis again and hope and, and hope <laughs> hope for positive yards. That sucks. That's like Rob Williams underwent knee surgery. He's gonna be out for the majority of the year. He's got the whole entire year. And I did not get to see the end of that Nixon. Boston score. Let's see. Boston ended up winning 98 to 114. Ah, these are the breaks. Break it up, break it up, break it up. Now, <clears throat> speaking of break it up, there's actually a couple of plays that had to be broken up recently in, in, their, in, their, in their most recent matchup. And that was one Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors. Oh. When and they I took agree. on the Minnesota Timberwolves and Anthony Edwards. <laughs> and 
Draymond Green tried doing the Draymond tactics again. He ended up he ended up committing a hall foul on Anthony Edwards, right? And then and then you know and then and then started getting chirpy, right? And and, and said is the beginning portion of it isn't that bad. Yo, no easy baskets, no easy layups, right? Which makes sense. But then started going on and kept on chirping. And I started asking Anthony Edwards, right? Hey, what you gonna do about it? What you gonna do about it? Now, mind you, Anthony Edwards already had one time. I mean, I know. It's so as we know that fine. this is a ploy by ISIS. I'm not giving up yet. This is a ploy oh, by Draymond Green. Which I do root for right? you guys. You're welcome my second team. Welcome to the Warriors Invitation. He's like, I'm gonna buy a shirt. I'm like, are you right? This is what he does. I can't. I can't wear. I can't wear you guys. You guys are right. You got the two for No, I do. If, if you're ahead of, like, if he, you he make it, yeah. I'm gonna root for you. But yeah. I won't wear your shit. Like, and as long as we're not just, playing, he, yeah. not down his but I get it. You guys are like, you don't know, like, ain't nobody worried about you. Nobody worried about you. And then went on to us. I think you guys lose it, so you get a little. Oh, so you're out here talking about? Thank you. We're talking about a nice, good ass looking. Right, end up coming back in that game and end up winning one sixteen to one ten. Outscored the Warriors hey, thirty seven to twenty seven in the fourth quarter to win this game. I Anthony know, Edwards would finish with thirty three point six rebounds and that seven six. Yeah, it's fucking it's possible. This is the fucking man. Is this my man? Is this yours? Oh. No, this is not. Okay. Oh no, that's the one I, I gave you earlier. That's why I couldn't find that one. You didn't give me a letter earlier. Yeah, I did over there. Holy did shit! Yeah. That's so. Did I leave my letter over there? Maybe. Oh, Jesus. Wait, 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 wait. I did walk into my car. No, I, I have it on the. Okay, no, this is my letter. Yeah, because I walked. I walked to my car, grabbed the I think I grabbed the lighter. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like got, that. When you got this today, only the outline. Yeah, yeah. You Jonas has them. Isn't that like gonna hurt? Yeah, yeah which it's is gonna, gonna fucking be... suck. Yeah, it I... sucked today. Yeah. Well, the outline's so, the worst. No, for me, it's the opposite. Anthony Edwards went on to go to the outline. Now, because this is the second time right. we've seen Karma hit Dream on the See that shading? This shit? Dream on Green caught this thing over because, like I said, Anthony Edwards went to the busted ass, dumped all over them. They had no choice. But also, I don't know if you guys caught a game a couple weeks ago where Draymond Green went up for the rebound and accidentally got kicked time. in the bending. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's and then me, but it was down for a while. And, and, and my first thought was just, oh. it took forever for this karma to catch up with Draymond Green. At the end of the year, I got to call my friends. This one? They didn't take that long. This one that was here immediately. I put it in Jets. No, not Christmas Eve. That's Good Friday. That Fucking Black Friday. Whatever. Black Friday. Yeah. What the Fridays? What are those damn Fridays? He is definitely. Yeah, he's going to get Yeah. Probably going to be one of these so, next in line. Yeah. Once LeBron James, yeah. once Stephen Curry, and once. Yeah. I guess you could say Kevin. I don't really count Kevin Durant. In, um, I guess he got two. But he got two. Yeah. But LeBron James, Steph, and KD. Once those guys fade out, I can fully see Anthony Edwards taking over this league. But what needs to happen, like these early years need to be his scoring years, like a lot of those guys did. 
These early years need to be his school years. Shows that you can put a bucket. Win a scoring title, even. Right? All these guys learn. Hey, you win a scoring title in this league. Doesn't mean you're going to guarantee to win your championship. But you want to, what you do it is to get it on your resume. Everybody does it at least once, one, one time out of their career. The only person that really did it multiple times in his career was Michael Jordan. Everybody else was, was okay doing it once. Look them up. The Kobe's, the Bronze, the Dwayne Wade, the Camilla Anthony's, well, Allen Iverson's, even though one time, one time one, because they realized all those points still didn't get me no damn ring. So I just never see Anthony Edwards slowly coming that next tier superstar that we all make sure that we watch on a regular basis. But he has to get out of he has to get out of here. So as I said, like he, he could make these early years, his scoring years, but eventually he's gonna have to get out of Minnesota and find himself in a bigger organism. Sometimes I open up my ex and it just looks like I'm watching porn. Let's go ahead and pull this up and let's see if we can find our polls from last week. So it doesn't have to Okay, so on our polls from last week, I asked you guys is fentanyl. Cheaper than baby accidents. That came back with an astonishing 100% yes. So this makes me understand just a little bit more on why you guys would switch over to fentanyl and stop using baby laxatives. It makes no sense to me. Why would you want to kill your customers? Why would you want to put something in there that you think is good? It's already a rough drug. Now you put something in there even more. I mean, yeah. everybody was okay with having well, a run. So the, having um, a little bit. The having to a little bit. Nobody was seizures. What? Apparently, in this poll I ran last week. Yeah, the, the, the changing interest. We got a day of voting left. We got a day in 23 hours left. Okay, so we still got. So this poll can be. This poll is available until Wednesday. You guys get your vote on. Right? I'm just visiting this now for today. So far, we got 100% yes on the fentanyl cheaper than baby vaccines. And then I asked you guys as well, right? Natural sports question. Whose career would you rather have? Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I hear what you got. There's never been an appreciation for selling like ever in the days right now. See, the thing that chicks give me, have, give me them tiger stripes. Yo, give me that oatmeal cream. You know what's so funny? The thing that the chicks are embarrassed about. Oh my god, like everybody got cellulite. Who said it? Cellulite means two things. You was either big and got small, that's or you that's small that's and got. That's the stretch marks. You were big and got small, or you small and got big. Either way. Fuck you, I'm gonna love you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it says like, it, it says, yo, like, the thing that they all trying to get rid of, like, which is cellulite, it's so funny. It's the thing that now guys look at, like, yo, you don't got cellulite, I can't even fuck with you. Like, I'm looking for cellulite. Like, like, I need to know this is all real. I need to know that you just don't throw money down the trash. Like, I need to know that you're not the kind of woman to flush, to, to flush, um, to, 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 to flush wipes down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I need to know this. You can cook. I need to know that you can go to Uber for a paycheck or 
Like these, these things right. are important. <laughs> but actually, that's a real question. Who has a, who, whose career would you rather have? What's the best books of Kyrie? And two thirds of you. And here's what I told so her. So 67% of you said Kyrie Irving over right? Russell Westbrook. And I guarantee you, I can guarantee you, every single last one of whose justification that said Kyrie Irving is justified because he has a ring. And try to attach to I guarantee you, that's the reason. When Kyrie Irving has never led a team by himself to the playoffs, yeah, yeah. I don't no. see no Russell Wilson, uh, about, Russell's yeah, shoes out either, though. What's got shoes? Does he? What's got shoes? Who's wearing them? Nobody. <laughs> but but that was Kyrie. But you know what though? Kyrie was popular and had his shoes even before he had his ring. So I can maybe understand that. Yeah. Maybe he was a popular player, but post up a triple double for three straight years. I'm talking about I got triple doubles like 50, 20, and 10 on my book. I have led a team. Not only have I, not only, right, have I met, have, have me as the man, the yeah. man, right, led a team to the Western Conference Championship and only lost to LeBron James and, and the great Dwayne Wade, right? But I have taken a team to the playoffs, me, myself, on multiple years. Kyrie Irving, when he had a team by himself, has never made the playoffs. The only time he's made the playoff is teamed up with LeBron James or teamed up with Jason Tatum and 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 um and 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 and, and Jalen Brown. And now he probably make the take not make the playoffs again while he's while he's while he's side saddling Luka. But while he ha- was the man and had a team, he has never ever one time in his life made the playoffs. He had the he had the moniker of Mr. Fourth Quarter because he could put up a bunch of points in the fourth quarter. But he, he but he was one of those one and up and rising teams that was trying to get to the yeah, yeah. trying to make the eighth seed. <laughs> Never ever made it yet. I'm a little baffled of the pick of Kyrie over Russ, but I could get it probably because of popularity, sneaker deal, effect on economy and culture. Right? And then the championship. But I guarantee more than anything else. That the number one reason why you guys are picking Kyrie's career over Russell Westbrook's is because of that chip. And I tell you this, or I ask you this, you take that chip away. You take that chip away. The one ring that he that he managed to squeeze out with LeBron James, you take that chip away. Because he managed to get one who you all consider this this generation's greatest player of all time, or greatest player of today? So that's what we're gonna give the new goat years. The goat is the greatest player of today. Outside of that, Kyrie Irving is only known for being toxic. Now, you've never ever heard about Russell Westbrook being toxic in his locker room. Now, you guys in the media and you fans. Toxify his career and his numbers and his highlights, but you, you've never heard one guy talk bad about him in the locker room. You've never heard there be any issues with, with him and availability. With him not showing up, with him not giving effort. 
I was all media generated and fan generated. But I do find that interesting, and I do find that funny, right? A little ironic that a lot that you guys lean towards the way of Kyrie Irving is. But I ain't gonna lie, kind of saw it coming. Kind of saw it coming because I knew, I knew, I, I knew it was going to be a ring thing. Bro, this is not easy. We got a couple days to we got a couple days for you guys to vote. It doesn't look like I doubt unless everybody comes in and starts voting for us, right? I doubt it's gonna it's gonna change the voting, right? Hey, let's go repost that. Let's go ahead and repost that. Yeah, right? but I so, also, no, I don't. You guys got a couple days to vote. You got till Wednesday. But I can see that it's not going to change. I already know it's not going to change. Oh, let, me, let me ask somebody else. Who's whose career would you rather have? Kyrie Irving's or Russell Westbrook's? I don't even know who either one of them are. <laughs> I would just sick with my life. <laughs> You know, that's a hell of an answer. That's what's up. Oh, man. Hey, that's the truth. So, yeah, you guys got a couple days to, to respond. Let me know. Right? I doubt it's going to form in Russell's favor, but I kind of saw this coming. This is one of those polls that when I ran it, I wasn't surprised at how you guys responded to it. It's a hell of a poll, and I, and I knew how what your reaction was going to be. Now, let's get into some other stuff, right? Let's see. LeBron James still the go. Kelly Oubre, we got him out. We got him out. Play. We got the Jets. We got, I know, but you see what we got, stopped, we got the right? Giants out. And we even revisited the poll. We didn't do a two-hour show today. I, I really don't mind at all because I would love to be able to get up and roll, right, and get home early. Now, we got a couple of NFL results to go after. To go over, just let you guys know. Now, as you guys know, so we are now just wrapping up week 10. We have the, we have the, the, the Bills currently, right now, taking on the Denver Broncos. Game is still tied, 15 all. There's still a lot of time left in the fourth quarter, 11 whole minutes. So, you know, there's still a lot of time for things to change. We'll see if we at least last here through the rest of the podcast. But what we'll definitely do, we're going to go, I mean, we're gonna go over this week's picks. Right? Now, I know I wasn't on air Friday to give you these picks. So you're just going to have to trust me when I say that these are the people that I picked before I picked them on right now, picking them while I'm picking them with you. You just got to trust me. Because there's no entitlement to Because <laughs> also, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't lie to you because there, there's some games you just know that I that I, that I, that I, would, that I can't rely on. Right? Like, for instance, let's go ahead and pull up the This is week 10. domestication and everything. There was something I read that said, like, you can't get Like, for instance, there's no way. You know, I would have picked yeah, the, Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders to pick the New York Jets. I'm just wrong there. I'm like, I am literally just wrong there. 
I wouldn't have picked Baltimore to lose that close game against Cleveland. But a late a late fumble by Lamar Oda, and next thing you know, this game is going the other way. Chicago, I would have taken over Carolina. Both of those teams suck. I'm taking Indy over the coast. It's I said the Ravens ended up losing um, to Cleveland, 33 to 30, uh, to 31. This guy Cleveland, listen, they played, they, they fought hard, and again, this is just one of those division rivalries. Again, not surprised at the at the outcome. Surprised that Houston ended up falling and ended up beating the Bengals, 30 to 27. We ended up getting that one wrong as well. 49ers waxed the Jaguars, kind of saw that coming. The San Francisco 49ers just kind of find ways to win. They have been impressive with their quarterback and the Shanahan system. Right. Vikings over the Saints 27 to 19. Steelers end up putting on a close one over the Packers 23 to 19. We had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the Tennessee Titans 20 to 6. The Arizona Cardinals surprisingly beat the Atlanta Falcons 25 to 20. The Detroit Lions waxed the Chargers low. Closely waxed the Chargers 41 to 38. The Dallas Cowboys will embarrass the New York Giants by giving them a giant blowout by beating them 49 to 17. The New York Giants didn't even score in the first half of that game. The Seattle Seahawks will squeeze out a victory over the Commanders 29 to 6. And as I mentioned earlier, in the ugly game of Sunday night, the Las Vegas Raiders will beat the Jets 16 to 12. We had no updates on the on the, on the by this week with the Dolphins, the Rams, the Chiefs, and the Eagles. Why you didn't hear from about any of those teams? A lot of good teams on the bye week. A lot of a lot of teams. I'm gonna tell you this more than anything else. A lot of teams on the bye week that affected a lot of people's uh-huh. fantasy. And then I feel like challenge. <laughs> like you understand? Like, the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Dolphins. <laughs> I guarantee you, there's at least, at uh, least six players, right? Friend? If not, you're also considering right? defense and a kicker, well, right? So Let's call it at least eight players, right? Or eight entities, right? That were on a bye week if you were playing fantasy. Between those three teams, there was at least eight entities on the bike. Does not exist for admin. Affected a lot of people. A lot of people had to had to get real creative. They had to figure out what they what they were going to do. This game is still tied 15-50. Just about seven minutes left to go. But as soon as it's entered, the circuit court can enter a superseding order as to ongoing. Now, let's get into a little news talk, right? We'll come back. We'll, we'll talk some football possibly. As I mentioned earlier, the New York Knicks, they end up, they sun the Charlotte Hornets. And the Charlotte Hornets should have gotten beaten over the weekend. They beat them 120 by 107, completely waxed them 20, 22 point lead. I've mentioned, for, I've mentioned this for years now. Right? I feel like I've been trying to bring this to light since last, since last year, but the Charlotte Hornets need an adult in the room, and that's how they got suddenly by the New York Knicks. You understand? Everybody, everybody was scorned in that game. We had Julius, you had Julius Randle for 23. R.J. Barrett dropped 24. Jalen Brunson dropped another 20. There goes your big three right there with, with, with another combined score of over 66 points. Emmanuel quickly dropped 17 off the bench, which you want him to do. He's going to continue to be in the ranking, um, be in the running for six man of the year. 
I won't be surprised if he wins six man of the year. You saw Mitchell Robinson with ten with ten points and nine rebounds. And I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, in this game, one of the things you notice immediately is New York Knicks physicality. That was one of the first things that you noticed. Mitchell Robinson, he got, did he have five offensive rebounds in this game, if I'm not mistaken? Out of his nine rebounds, I think five of them were offensive. You understand, Mitchell Robinson alone has more offensive rebounds than three teams altogether. As an individual, he has more offensive rebound than some NBA teams has a whole Because he has found a way to make himself useful and, 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 and impactful, not just for his team and in the NBA, and not getting rebounds, playing defense, getting blocks, and making sure he grabs rebounds, especially offensively. Because you're seeing in these games that, right, that when, he, when it comes time to get a rebound, that you can't be stagnant around him. Because even if you have the rebound, he's still poking, he's still jumping, he's still trying to get, he's still trying to hustle to that ball. He has that hustle badge. If you guys are two K fans, <laughs> right? He has he he fully has that hustle badge. So you have the rebounds from him. You have Josh Hart coming off the bench. I'm um, getting rebound. Um, R.J. Barrett has. R.J. Barrett has even more so than last year. You started seeing him become a What are you breaking back there? Man, you're going to unplug all your shit. Your makeup mirror is going to go down too. This is a I'm joking with you. That makes it even worse. No, 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 we're good. No, no, no. Okay. But you're making me right. Okay. Um, no, none of this shit coming down. <laughs> right, so to get back into it, to get back into the mix, right? So we do a little mix talk. We do a little mix talk. Okay. I gotta tell you that I actually really respect your friend. You see R.J. Barrett, right? Even in his role, it's a little bit more. We have a touchdown. Denver Broncos scores now 21-15. Three yards, is that three yards or thirty? Yards? A three yard receiving receiving touchdown. I did this because I fucking did the reason. I just hope it was Jerry Judy. I don't think that was. Because that's what I need for fantasy points. Oh, really? I need Jerry Judy to come out here. When did she things. graduate or pass the bar? Is that Judy? Is that oh, big booty Judy? I feel like you said she was a new attorney. <laughs> I can't tell. Oh! Never mind. All right, so back to us. You see R.J. Barrett even, even early, right? Well, she probably Becoming more physical, right? Being more physical in his role, right? Driving to the driving to the lane, getting more contact, and also being rewarded for that contact. Right now that he's in his fifth season, and the referees are starting to realize, okay, he is he is starting to draw some contact to the lane. We got to start rewarding this guy with free throw calls. Again, as I remind you, makes sense. In in the in our player's current role, R.J. Julius and Brunson. Are all slated to average about 17 shot attempts per game. Right, right. 
But they do those 17 shot attempts, it's up to them. Now also, how they get those 17 shot attempts is a little bit different. We, we know that Jalen Brunson is the point guard. He's going to have the ball in his hand the majority of the time. We see how he scores. Off the pick and roll, taking his man on the dribble. A lot of a lot of starting stopping. Understanding, understanding how to manipulate the contact that he receives. Going to the line. Um, Julius Randle also allowed to bring the ball up and also pound the hell out of the ball or dribble the air out of the ball, right? Be a bull, um, be, be a bull in a china shop. Dribble, 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 spin, move, pump, fake, pump, fake, pump, fake, shot. Right? This is, this is what we call it. He kind of still is that, but on a little more efficient level. And also a three-point shooter. But we see him, but we see him to be able to take, like I think I said, an overabundant amount of dribbles. RJ Barrett doesn't get that same usage. Right? He doesn't hold the ball as long as these guys do. He doesn't bring the ball up court like they do. He normally catches it off the wing, right? Takes a dribble yeah. in and, and and goes and finishes at the oh, rim. Catches it, catches it at the three point line. Get, gets a pick and roll. Goes straight to the basket and takes it in. Catch, you know what I mean? Um, after the ball, after he sees Jalen Brunson taking his man off the dribble to the lane, he cuts as well and gets an easy basket. A lot of his passes are made from cutting or driving to the basket. As well as a lot of three point shooting. What he isn't doing is dribbling 14 times. But that's part of Brunson's game, the 14 dribbles, and it's part of Julius Brunson's game. And RJ Barrett, that's not his game, and we don't and we don't rec- and we don't compliment him sometimes enough for being able to do what they do and have the dribbles. Okay, so then why is she not in general? In a third of the dribbles. Now his kids in DCF. But nonetheless, New York Knicks end up coming up. Coming away with a nice little victory over the shoulder on this double day. Now they lost to they lost to Boston tonight. Then why did you right? But they beat Charlotte yesterday, right? One twenty nine to one hundred seven. They beat the Spurs on Wednesday when we last had our podcast, right? One twenty six to one hundred five. That was that was Victor Wabemayu's right debut to the Garden, where he said that hey, it was I wasn't that impressed. And the next thing you know, we beat the brakes off of them. Very similar to how we beat the brakes off yeah. the Hornet. 126-105, 129-107. Same brakes, similar brakes, different beating. Right, with the Clippers, 111-97. Remember, that was that was last Monday. And now here we are today, or this Monday, we start off with a loss to the Celtics. We start off, the, we start off this week. Now we have our in-season tournament games coming up this week. Right, that's going to be on, that's going to be this Friday, where we play the Washington Wizards. Right, a struggle in Washington Wizards. They've only won about, if I'm not mistaken, they've only won about two or three games this season. They're like two and seven or three and seven. As we mentioned earlier, I think Jordan Poole is feeling himself a little too much and not really taking winning or anything else for granted. He's basically said like, yo, I got a ring. I got paid. I'm able to take care of my family. And now I'm able to start in a new situation. I kind of got my own team. Those are his words. I got a ring. I got I, I, I got paid, so I'm going to take care of my family, and now I got to put in a new situation where I can just, where I kind of have my own team. But in that, he's ignoring the coach in practice, not in practice, in the, in the huddle, right? Um, when he does play, and, and then when somebody tries to grab his attention, right, he's over like, oh, fuck that, oh, this is my team, don't even worry about it. Like, <laughs> And then when he does tune in, it's too late to catch up with the players. And if you see him leaving, he's over here like, 
Let me see if I can pick another chick and see what play we about to run. Uh, no, no, no. We are. We are. After she gets her new ones, we are. So, I'm really hoping that the Knicks end up beating him like he does that. They don't allow him to kind of go up because. Let's see. Let's, let's see. If I'm not mistaken, I saw that this game is in the garden. So, you know what happens when players come to the garden? They like to show up and show out a little bit. No, this game is actually in Washington, so we could probably catch him slipping and trying to accidentally show up. Um, this week, also on Wednesday, they put next team on the Atlanta Hawks as well. That's going to be Wednesday and Saturday. Hopefully, after taking this loss to the Celtics, we can finish off the rest of this week with nothing but wins. And like I said, we got the Hawks coming up. Take um, That's on Wednesday. On Friday, we have the Wizards. And on Saturday, we have the Hornets again. So we can, right now we have a record of five and four. We can really win our next three games and improve to eight and four by the end of this week. Now, the man, Heat. Right. As they have a common record. Miami Heat have a current record of six and four. Well, right. Um, as long they as she told last me, played yeah. on no, yes. yesterday. yesterday. All yes, the, yeah, sure. Yeah. All they played yesterday yeah, with sure. the Spurs as well. Yeah. They also welcomed them to a loss. So we saw some Who's early going? wins from Victor. But now you started to see things start to calm down. The the, the, the Spurs have actually been more on a, on a losing streak. Even though we're starting to see some impressive ball from him, we're starting some, some ball play from Victor. We're starting to see some highlight plays. We see we see the greatness that they're talking about. What's going to end up happening is that we're going to have to see that greatness on the ball because the races are going to have to lead to winning. Winning. They have another young guy on that team that looks like a, a little blonde guy, a Rubio, right? That. He looks like he's going to be a decent player. Why so if they have another struggling the season, maybe they get another high draft pick. They're able to add something on, on onto this already duel that look this early duel that look like they, they have, and maybe they take themselves a young trio for pop for pop to go ahead and get some life pumped back into him in the next ten years or so. No, Maria. But the Spurs are taking the Spurs are taking L's. They're taking L's. And they're taking those fouls. Okay, in the game against okay, the you are, you know, Heat, um, Victor ended up having 18 points, 11 rebounds, and okay. 7 assists. Trust Again, not bad. Out there. Right. Not game. bad at all. Do not fucking do it. But... Again, this is just not enough to overcome Miami. Butler dropped 19. Bam know. dropped 24. You see Duncan Robinson dropped the level 26. Right? Josh, Josh and but Drew Smith with 12. Go, along with Kevin Love. And then we got a number 11 from Zachary. Now, one of the things that you that you do see with Victor, right? We saw, it, we saw it with Mitchell Robinson in the Knicks. We saw it with Bam as well when they played it. They are, and, not, and, it's still, and even before Bam, I think when they also played Golden State, we saw it from was it Golden State or the Clippers. But we saw was it Eric Gordon able to do it as well. And I make sure I bring up Eric Gordon. Basically, you're still able to see guys out physical Victor. Early on, in his, early on in his career, and this is probably going to happen five and five for like the next three years or so, right? He's going to have to he's, he's going to have to fully go on that Giannis workout, right? Because he's going to get body for a while, and you're seeing it. Guys like Mitchell Robinson, just more physical, who's 
who's been in the NBA for a couple of years, who's able to, to, to benefit from the, from the, from the NBA, um, you know what I mean, physical therapy program or, 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 or strength and fitness program, I should say. Right? Shoulders are filled out, arm a little bit more filled out, back a little bit more filled out. You understand? Just more of a more. Even though he's thin as well, he's more physically imposing and has more physical man strength right now built up than Victor. He may be tall and got some power to him, but he don't have no man strength. He's not got that boy strength. So, so. So, so Victor, for, um, in the early stage of his career, he's going to get pushed around a little bit. Right? But, like, he's he's going to get he's going to get pushed around a little bit, and that's probably going to be the some of the biggest portions of his early downfall is that while he's tall, and he may not be big enough or strong enough. To deal with some of these, let's just say three, four, five year veterans in this league already. Right? Like, I'm talking about that as early as that. That some of those guys have been in the league for like at least just three years. They may be a little too physical for him, even though he's, he's much taller than him. We saw a guy like Eric Gordon, right? Where. Eric Gordon is only like six feet, but understanding the NBA, understanding basketball, and understand positioning, able to throw him completely off of his blocks. That that's gonna be a real thing for him, as when everybody he's gonna be playing is smaller than him. But that's gonna be the key for him, not just to the centers and power forwards playing for him. Playing, um, playing him, but also when he happens to get that mismatch against shooting balls and small forwards, they're gonna know early. Like, yo, listen, get underneath him a little bit, push him off his block. Don't and and just easy fundamentals. Don't let him get position on you early, right? Get that when he comes down, meet him a little bit higher, right, up on the block, right? Meet meet him early on, and that way he has to fight you for um from the top of the key all the way down to his post position. And if you have, and if you have your core strength on your legs planted, then it's going. Then he may not be able to budge you. He don't have that yet. Like I said he's tall, but he's not stronger yet. He's big, but he's not more powerful yet. And 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 the way that he's struggling for position at times, you see the struggle in their record. You see the struggles in their record. Like I said, now while they're struggling against Golden State and the Knicks and everybody else, the Golden State are having, having a few of their little woes here and there. The other day, <laughs> the other day we caught a real, a, a, a real, uh, what was it? I don't want to say buzzer beater, but we, we caught a real disturbing loss, right? A real heartbreaking loss for the Warriors the other night when they lost to the Denver Nuggets as... Stephen Curry missed a wide open layup, right? Well, and ain't no one of his signature scoop layups. He misses a wide open scoop layup to tie the game and send it to overtime. He basically airballs it. 
then recovers, goes the other way, gets, um, gets a foul, makes another basket, bam, game's over. <laughs> but like I said, they turned around, and then they turned around, right, lost to the Cavs, and then turned around after that, and they lost to the, the Timberwolves. The, basically, what I'm trying to tell you that the Golden State Warriors on a three-game losing streak. I said they started off, they started off pretty hot at the beginning of the season. I think they're going to get a chance too, right? Six, we'll, 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 we'll record up 6-2, but then you've seen them take these three losses. Because remember, they, they was, there was talks early about who was the early winner, and it's still going to probably end up proving to be the Golden State Warriors as the winner of the Jordan Poole and, and Chris Paul trade. But it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to look better early because Chris Paul is, is still revitalized. He's still fresh. The season hasn't worn on him yet. <laughs> the assist to turnover ratio, right, has been completely lopsided when you compare Jordan Poole to what Chris Paul has done. We're talking about Chris Paul has is literally out there at a eighteen to one ratio when it comes to assist to turnovers. <laughs> when Jordan Poole is basically at a one for one right now. So that is, that is going to continue to be lopsided. But again, you're not here to get Chris. You're not you're not here to benefit from Chris Paul in the regular season. You're here to benefit from Chris Paul in the playoffs. So we'll continue to see. Even though we are aware that Golden State has won this trade, let's see how fruitful. It's going to be for them because at this point, it's not about who won the trade and who lost the trade. It's how fruitful is this going to be for the Golden State Warriors? How beneficial can this be for them? Can they squeeze another championship out of the Warriors by getting Chris Paul his first, or is this going to lead to every other scenario that Chris Paul has ever been involved in? And that is, once again, failing not just his team, but also his city when it matters the most. And I think we're going to cut ourselves here. I think I, think I have been good for today. this already but I, but I think I just need to remind everybody again because I don't think I can emphasize this enough if I am the New York Knicks 